everybody, and welcome back to the 10th, the 10th episode of The Lab. As always, sitting with me here is Bernie Weirig and Alex Trotter, who is having a hot flash. This is correct. <laughs> sitting there with pants at his ankles. Um, here, dude. It is actually warm in the clinic today. But no, what we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about today, uh, well, first of all, we hope everyone enjoyed the episode last week. No, we were pretty jazzed about you know being able to record that and put that one out. But today we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the sports medicine slash performance team and how the strength and conditioning coach should interact with the physical therapist or athletic trainer and vice versa. Um, I know with the, a lot of the athletes coming back from school, you know one of the big things is just the communication in uh, you know multiple different professions and kind of the commingling of professions. Um, you know, just the importance of, you know, continued care, making sure everyone's on the same page. Because, um, you know, many hands make light work. And when everyone's kind of going in different directions in the care plan, sometimes it can be pretty tough to get kids going in the right direction and make sure that the progressions are smooth and keeping the bumps in the road uh, to a minimum. So I just kind of wanted to get your guys' take just from what you guys have kind of experienced over the last year, you know, kind of interacting with me and vice versa. Um with how we've taken some of the younger athletes and taken them from either injury or maybe some, you know, continued aggravations and then working them back into the system and back into their sport. Um, you know, anything you liked, you disliked, maybe some experiences you've had back in the past, um, either yourself or some of the other athletes, but I'm just kind of curious to see where your guys, um, where you've been with this and then what you guys have seen as they've gone off to school and where maybe there's a lack of communication. But Trotter, I'll lead off with you. I'm kind of curious to see what's going on in that big old head of yours. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm with you. I think there needs to be communication on on all ends. Um, I also um, believe that it is up to the athlete to get out of your comfort zone and ask questions as well, um, because at the end of the day, no one knows your body like you know your body, and you have to relay that. Um, I kind of always, I just make a joke of it, like, especially with, like, boys, you know, it's like asking a girl out, like, it's so <laughs> nervous until you just do it, but the worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. Okay. Then you move on, like, that, <clears throat> that's what I've always been, um, big on, is just, like, asking the questions, um, because you, you, you need to ask, um, and it just, it makes everything, uh, a lot smoother as well, like, I'm very analytical, i I think about the worst case scenarios out of all scenarios, um, and it makes things a lot worse when I don't know the end goal or and how people are um, attempting to get me at that end goal. So there's a lot of questions being involved um, with that. So open communication is the best line of communication. Um, no question is too stupid to ask, and trust me, I've asked a lot of stupid questions, but <laughs> it helps get the answers, you know? So No comment. Yeah, that's... That's my opinion on it. That's my take on it. Um, yeah. Brandon? Uh, since I don't ever get injured, I'll just keep it to an athletic <laughs> standpoint. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to real quick stop you there, Kimasabi. Yeah. There has been multiple <laughs> days when you have walked over and be like, hey, so uh, you get any time at lunch or at the end of the day, can you, can you check my hip flexors or check my uh, check my back real quick? Just make Which sure. Are, 
It's just weird being injured with it's that quick, light of a load. It's a quick gander. <laughs> hey, dude, it's a quick gander. I know. Who would have thought picking up his wallet wouldn't be like, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it's got Morgan's credit card in it. That's why it's so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> carry that thing around. Uh, sorry. But, continue. Continue. No, I've, I've worked with uh, a lot of different um, teams and things like that over the past couple of years. Um, this not – you can't take what a kid has to say. They have no idea what the heck they're talking about, and their memory is just – ungodly just bad they could literally come back from a ther- physical therapy someplace and come to the gym like straight after and then all of a sudden like i don't even know what i did five minutes ago and it's like okay that doesn't help won't me. mention any don't, names don't have don't have like the pt or athletic trainer's number to reach out and this because the communication or they aren't willing to work with you with other situations going on things like that so i mean just the last year and a half whatever it's been since we've been working together now i mean it's just it's smooth we, uh, year and a half. we're usually always in some type of communication almost probably every day just the, the rate of the progressions and the athletes and stuff like that it's just been phenomenal mm-hmm. just keeping everything smooth and open and i don't have to go through the athletes i can already as soon as they walk in the door i already know what they've done what they haven't done what they need to do mm-hmm. just things like that Take yesterday for or Wednesday, for example. Girl came in, needled her calves. She's feeling a little sore. All right, we're just going to do upper body. You got a game on Saturday. We're going to hit it kind of hard today, upper body wise, and we're going to move on. And I'll see you to today, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that'll be good. I definitely think that since we've been up here together, it's been good to kind of see how I think the kids are learning more about the when and the where and the why as to like maybe how I modify things in here and then the instructions and like the relay between the, the really the three of us yeah. um, with their progressions. But I think then there's like you were kind of saying, there's maybe not as much of a need to ask questions, but then it's also great to see when I don't maybe give as much of an explanation why and when they're asking is actually been a lot better. Um, kind of see the wheels turning a little bit, which is kind of cool. Um, but how about before, like, let's say like a year and a half ago, before I was up here, what was like the year guys' way of kind of like, like, let's say you guys had an ACL uh, person coming, like, you have a, is it 630? Seven. Seven. So the one girl that comes in in the morning, who's kind of still kind of going mm-hmm. through her ACL rehab, and we've kind of discussed, like, discussed how her, or like the cutting progressions and kind of return to support more and more, not even my patient, but happy to help, but with... That kind of where you don't have maybe the background information. How have you guys gone about approaching the training and kind of progressing them safely? A lot of it is is I just start probably under where you need to be, mm-hmm. just so I can see okay how do you move at this level, advance it to the next level, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean everybody you have like your typical month to month protocol that you go through. If they're say if they say they're at six seven months, I'm gonna start them at five or six, just to make sure that I know exactly that you are where you say you are. And Your checklist is going to be yeah, marked off. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it is it is a... Makes sense. I mean, you sign the whole waiver, and, like, if you get injured, it's not technically on me, <laughs> but, I mean, it's I still have to live with that type yeah. thing. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's um, a lot of guilt. I get more upset when my athletes get injured in some type of way than when I get injured myself. percent. So, yeah, I mean, so I'm always going to... Especially when I've never worked with you before, and I've never communicate with you your parents i'm always gonna under the underdog it for a little bit to get a feel okay this is okay you're actually here or you're maybe more advanced or maybe not quite uh far because i mean that girl for instance she was cleared from her doctor 
to go play contact sports, but she had no business being on a basketball court. Yeah, that's scary. It was, I mean, just you can just you can just backpedal. It's like no. Yeah. So we probably spent six. I probably had four or five weeks before we I introduced her to you, kind of getting her to that point. And that was still, and she was still. You didn't think she was quite ready to be out there. No. So I mean, yeah, I'm definitely gonna under it more than anything to start out with. I would definitely say the one thing that really, like, I wouldn't say, like, shocked me, but surprised me was just, like, the understanding that we've all kind of had and, like, the safety of the progressions, but then also, like, how I would look at certain things, you guys are going to look in a different perspective just coming from the strength conditioning side of things. So it's also, like, great to kind of see because my brain doesn't always go to, like, more of the strength conditioning side, even with the background like that I have. My brain's definitely more of, like, the PT safety aspect to it. So, like, when you guys are more comfortable to load them, if you, as soon as you guys, like, explain to them why, I'm like, oh, heck yeah, like, go for it. Like, this is awesome. So, like, where I might be a little bit more cautious and hesitant, you guys have got, I mean, you guys spend more time with them than what I get to. So, when you guys get to see that progression and then see how you're able to load them or, like, maybe, like, progress the cutting and stuff like that, I am all for it. They're like, it's just that level of trust. Like, I feel yeah. like over the last year and a half, we've really built that, like, like, I don't know what you've been like in the last year, because, I mean, I feel like we've only, a lot of your athletes have really only just recently Mm-hmm. I've been seeing so um what have you seen like in the past like before like with some of your athletes in terms of like the interaction and like how would you like go about progressing them um at first I was more so on on your side of things as far as like the safety measurements of it mm-hmm. um because I I was a big believer in I mean I guess more so later in my career if you will mm-hmm. um you know, like take take the time to heal yourself now because if you have another setback, then it's not just two weeks that you just sat out because you just hurt yourself a week and a half in, mm-hmm. and now you got another two, three, four weeks. So now you just went from two weeks to five, two mm-hmm. weeks to six. So <clears throat> that was one of the things that, um, as an athlete, I believe is one of the most frustrating things um, mm-hmm. when your mind is ready to go but your body's not. So um, being able to ac- actually take a step back, I want to know. You know, if you're doing all the proper things as far as recovering goes, you know, are you icing in? Are you heating in? Are you wrapping in? Are you elevating it? Just the little stuff. Are you, uh, you know, um, are you not putting pressure on it, you know, because you're in an acute stage of healing and stuff like that. So there's just, there's a lot of little stuff um, that obviously a 14, 15, 16 year old kid just isn't going to know because they're just, they're not there yet. It's fine. But I just want to be able to shorten that gap um, with that. Um, but then the other thing too, um, now more so that like you've been more involved. Um, I take a lot of what you say and just kind of like progress it, kind of like how Brandon does as well. Um, not so much on like cutting and stuff because I just I don't focus on the speed aspect and the agility aspect of things. Um, but just getting their their muscles back up to speed, the surrounding muscles up to speed. Working on the, you know, the, the singular muscle, I guess, if you will, muscle fibers, mm-hmm. and then just building their confidence up, like mentally wise too. Yeah, um, I think that's a big thing because even when we're in the weight room, we're not necessarily only watching your movements while you are doing the exercise. We're watching your body language outside of that, you know, outside of that one exercise. We're watching how you interact with us. We're watching how you interact with your friends there. You know, there, there's a lot that is being said in your body language and how you're carrying yourself 
Like I, I can tell an athlete is hurt before you admit that you are hurt, which is fine. Like, and, and it's okay. Like I, I've tried to hide it a ton of times, you know, like, <laughs> but like you, you can't do it. Like your, your body is just, your body's always going to tell uh, us the truth rather yeah. before you will, I guess. Those little subtle cues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I tell athletes all the time. Like, I'm not your coach. I'm not going to tell you to sit out. You can't play this game. You can't play that game. Like, yep. I'm here to help you. Yeah. Like, you got that kind of relationship, which has been nice over the last. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the other well, the athletes that's been around us for a while that started out that way, mm-hmm. but now have no problem coming in and saying they got this, 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 and this and wrong with them. Yep. So, I mean, that's definitely yep. relationship buildings come a long way with that. Mm-hmm. So then how about your, besides me, like, how about like when you guys have an interaction with a PT or an athletic trainer outside of what, you know, what we've kind of built here, um, how have you guys taken interactions? Because I mean, they're out there, you know, they're out there. Mm-hmm. PTs are like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that or you're lifting too much. And then the P the, like the athlete comes in and goes, well, they told me I can never do this again. How have you guys gone about like, you know, having that discussion with the athlete or like maybe even interacting with the clinician? Who's had now this, provided that information? I had this com- conversation with a girl last night, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, she's, I mean, I, I tried to explain it to her as a, a quality of life thing. Like, mm-hmm. she's just got a bad ankle, and it's always hurting, and it's always it's always wrapped in the ankle brace. Like, it's never, and I kind of had her take her her shoe off, and we did toe stuff with the right foot, no problem. Tried to do toe <laughs> stuff with her bad ankle, and nothing was firing. Balance stuff on one side, no problem. Balance with that side couldn't hold it like i'm just like trying to explain to her like yes if you need to like have your ankle brace in a game or practices or things like that but we're going to try to do as much stuff out of that ankle brace as we possibly can that you feel comfortable with we can build up the the uh fibers and we can build up the solid connective tissue and things like that so everything's firing together so that ankle's nice and strong and you're not walking through the mall on a saturday you got to take a rest your ankle hurts things like that like your ankle brace is literally taking away the jobs of the ankle mm-hmm. to do that. And I just had to sit there and explain that to her and mm-hmm. try to go back and forth with her PT and said, no, 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 he says I need to be in here like this, I need to be in here like this. I'm like, if that's the way you want to do, if you want to strap this ankle brace up for the rest of your life to walk down the stairs at home, then, I mean, it's... You keep it up, you could be walking down the aisle to your own wedding in yeah, an ankle brace. <laughs> but she eventually kind of just, okay, we'll, we'll start out, like, if you're doing a box squat and that's all we got, then we switch to uppers, we're taking your ankle brace off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna lift with an ankle brace on. We're doing upper body, mm-hmm. things like that. So, after about twenty minutes of kind of breaking down the science of it and things like that, she finally, okay, we'll start next week type thing. That's pretty cool. Because you could see in her head, like, okay, that makes sense. Thank I don't God think not. it was never yeah. explained to her. It just said yeah, yeah. ankle brace, wear it, and that was the end of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just so they could. I don't know. Just everybody's different. Yeah. So, do you ever get to talk to the clinician? No. No. Did they even attempt to reach out to you? No, I mean you have a lot. You have that a lot, I guess sometimes because I guess it's it's taken a, a. I mean they all work in big corporates. I mean yeah. so it's taking money away from them and stuff like that. So they'll just kind of, all right, you don't want to work with me anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I've had uh, that experience. I've had other great experiences. I mean we have, um, a lot of the local athletic trainers. I mean have either interned with us or worked out with us or know us from I mean we're all local kids and a lot of the uh, athletic trainers that were in the school when we were there are still, still there yeah. so that definitely helps um, but yeah well, we've had good and bad yeah 
but the only thing that matters is how's the kid feeling, how's his, how's their mindset, how's are the parents okay with it, things like that. Yeah, I definitely think that you know, being at the younger ages, how easily influenced sometimes the concepts can be into their minds of like the absolute no, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes the delivery and the understanding needs to be better with clinicians, especially like if they don't have necessarily like a great background into strength conditioning and like pushing athletes instead of just saying like, no, maybe going into the why a little bit more. And if the why is not necessarily a great why, then maybe it's time to find another clinician. If someone's just going to outright tell you no, and they can't back it up, that's usually when I'm a little bit more leery. Um, you know, I think that sometimes it's, I don't want to say I get angry about it, but it almost makes my profession look bad as a physical therapist because I feel like if you're not prepared to work with the population that you're seeing, so like, Trotter, you come in and let's say I've never touched a barbell in my life. Are you going to trust anything I have coming out of my mouth? No. Why? Like, you just... um, I look at it as far as like myself and our athletes that I want to be treated like the top 1% of the world. Like I want to be treated as if um, like, I, I don't want to do just basic things in my life and I don't want our athletes just to be able to do basic things. So like, that was one of the reasons that like uh, in all reality, the first time I ever saw you, we did very basic level stuff because I didn't know if I trusted you yet. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's, it's the very, it's the same thing, you know, like I, I tell like the, um, the PTs or whatever, like, Hey, this is my goals. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so it's not very, or not very often, I guess that you would hear some of these numbers, blah, 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 blah. And like, I want to be treated to get better than those numbers. So like figure out how you're going to do it to get me back. Because whether you tell me that like, I can't do that stuff anymore or, or whatever, like, I'm still going to go do it. Like, I'm just going to find somebody else that gives me the green light. So I, I think a lot of these athletes can have that same mindset too. And I'd rather just everybody be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that you need to leave the, you need to like prepare the generation below you to be better than yours. Um, I, I think that goes hand in hand with like communication and everything like that. Were you anxious? I was going to tell you no. Um, no, not really because of uh, Jim Drake's recommendation. So that's, mm-hmm. that's why, like I, I really went out on a limb when, um, when I went and saw Jim Drake first. And I mean, like, the, you know, I was living in Miamisburg, so that's 40 minutes away, you know, and oh, yeah, making right. that trip just to come and see him, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I wouldn't have done that for anybody else. And then when he started recommending you, I pushed it off. And then he got super busy, and I was like, oh, all right, this dude seems available. <laughs> I'll check him out first. <laughs> here we are. Hey, we're just being honest. Yeah, that's fine, man. No, I definitely think it takes a lot of, you know, I'm not going to just go to anybody. I mean, heck, um, even for my things that I have going on, like, I don't let just anyone in my company just, like, work on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have, like, my, my pick of people that I, I trust. And like you were saying, that comes from communication and knowledge base. You know, and the availability to ask questions, but let alone giving great responses. Yeah. That's the big thing. Um, well, nowadays, everything everything's a, a deal or a sponsorship or a collaboration or like... Yeah. I scratch your back, you scratch my yeah, back. Yeah, like, like before, like, I had to send athletes to a certain place. Yeah. Hated it. 
like we don't have like I don't get no name doesn't give or get money mm-hmm. from no athletes care. that yeah. Novacare gets. Exactly. We, we just trust each other, and that's the biggest thing. Is I'm not gonna send somebody to yeah. just because I get money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's why we don't have that deal. Like it's not because we care. Yeah, it's because we care. Which is I've been on I've been on that side, and it's just like rough. It's hard. Because then you're putting people in hands that you don't necessarily trust. It's like you're sitting there saying, okay, I have to say this to you, but as I'm saying, you go to this person, I'm shaking my head no at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, understandable. Um, so, guys, if anything, we really hope that you you take a lot out of this discussion today. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, we're always open to conversation. We're always here to ask um, how you're doing. But at the same time, don't be afraid to ask us the why. Uh, we're always going to be open and truthful with you. We're always going to give you, you know, the flat out, right out answer. Um, and if not, you know, I'm always going to go out and look for a better one. If I can't give you one right away, I'm going to go out and dig. I'm going to find it. Um, same with these two. I mean, they're going to push you to be better. So if you guys ever have any questions, please reach out. You know, don't hesitate. But uh, we hope you guys enjoyed today. Uh, and we will see you guys next time.